teaching our listeners to rightly divide the word of truth, making the Bible easier to understand. This is Truth Time Radio. Oh, yeah. Hey, how are you doing? Doing well. How are you? Uh, no, I'm doing fine uh, just at school and stuff like that. And uh, you know, I just want to say thank you because you guys have really just opened my eyes to the truth. And you know, I'm only 15, so you know, I'm just trying to spread the gospel to others. And a lot of, it's sad that a lot of people think that they're forgiven when they believe the gospel, which is not true. So I see exactly what you guys are saying. So I just wanted to say thank you. It's awesome to hear from a young man such as yourself. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, wish I had have known and come to the knowledge of this truth when I was your age. Yeah. You've got a lot ahead of you, man, so I encourage you to keep listening and growing in God's grace and uh, to become an ambassador for him, and you can share this wonderful news with others. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's such a great opportunity. As far as what you said about being forgiven, that's something that took place uh, on the cross. That's why you hear me say um, getting sins forgiven and salvation are different. They even have different calendar dates. One happened upon the cross and one happens at the moment you believe. Understanding that is is crucial to our salvation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I was watching, you know, like, I was watching the video, Mm-hmm. And it's a guy's it's a guy's channel I used to watch, and I basically commented. I said, "Yeah, we've all been forgiven, but you're not forgiven when you believe the gospel." And basically, he said it's just totally false. Mm-hmm. And like he just has hundreds of people watching his videos, and it's just kind of sad that like people are being misled. So you know, I just try my best and try to reach out to people, but you know, all I can do is just try. It's really just uh, agreeing with God and deciding to believe His Word over man and the denominational religious system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just crazy. People are like, trusting their water baptism and their confession. I mean, it's, I don't know, like, I just see life so differently now, so... <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. It changes your... It changes your perspective and thinking. And when you come to that grace perspective and you get this... The entire word of God begins to open up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it really does. And uh, you know, when I read like Romans stuff, Philemon and stuff like that, I just see how like you know, a lot of people. It's sad that they go to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and just stay there. I always tell someone like, watch out for someone who just stays in Mark, Matthew, look at like Luke and John. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we need to be following Paul and. I don't know. It's, it's sad people don't rightly divide. And, I, and I'm like, there's a verse that says in sympathy, I'm pretty sure, to rightly divide, so I can just ignore that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I it's mean, one of the most a, um, ignored verses in the Bible is, you're correct, mm-hmm. it's 2 Timothy 2.15. Yeah. You know, like, it, when we rightly divide and stuff like that, like when I've watched, uh, you know, when I've listened to the podcast and everything like that, everything just made so much sense. And it's like, I don't know if you heard of a teacher, uh, Robert Breaker. I used to listen to him. I, I was on the way of thinking that, okay, now that if I trust his blood, you know, present tense, my sins are washed away, and I receive eternal life, and I believe the gospel, I get forgiveness and uh, salvation. And I was thinking that for a very long time, but then I came, uh, you know, to listen to a podcast and everything like that, and he just explained, like, you know, you know uh, reconciliation, and stuff like that, and it's just, and I just found out, like, 
I mean, we've all been forgiven, but people are still trying to get their sins forgiven. And I was thinking that way too, and I was wrong. Well, it's great that you're uh, you figure this out at the young age of fifteen, but you are so correct there because um, uh, the problem is some people are trusting in their belief to having forgiven them of their sins instead of his shed blood. So when you place your belief in front of his shed blood, then we we have a vital problem here. Yeah, And, and it just made sense. I was like, in a way, I was like, yeah, like, that's a work. You're trying to get forgiven outside of the source that forgave. Like, that. you can't do that, you know? Yes. So, um... I don't know. It's just very, and I was still wrong. I was, uh, I was listening to another one of your videos. I think I ended up getting saved a couple of days ago because, you know, um, I watched one of your videos about like sin confession and like nowhere in giving a false pistols, like is there confession for sins at all? And in a way, I still believed, you know, Jesus Christ died for all of our sins. You know, we're forgiven at the cross. He was buried and rose again on the third day. But in a way, I still thought, I was like, okay. Uh, now that I'm saved in my head, I was thinking I was saved that, you know, as a walk as a Christian, and if I do something wrong, I have a sin to confess. And I still thought I still had sin on me, mm-hmm. not knowing that, uh, not knowing that, you know, I'm not in my sins because Jesus rose again. Right. So, I mean, I was still wrong. Which video was that, that, uh, when you, you were listening to of ours that when you got saved? Um, I was watching. One of your videos, I was watching on forgiveness, but I was listening to one of your uh, podcasts when I was in class, and I was thinking back on it, and it was Sin Confession is Not For Us Today, gotcha. I think it's titled. Yes, yeah, I know the yeah. one you're talking about. Now that I came to understand, like, Jesus literally did it all. He died for all our sins on the cross, all sins were forgiven at the cross, and he was buried and rose again. And all I had to do was just believe it. I mean, it just really just opened my eyes to just how wonderful God is and what he did for us. So. Yes, sir. And to think that, uh, you know, you could continue on just like I, you could have continued on in this walk thinking that you're saved. And as you've probably heard me say, the only thing worse than going to hell is going there and being surprised. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's these yeah. little subtleties that, that the religious system throws in there. They preach, they, they don't preach bare naked lies. They're masking yeah. these lies with some truth. But just enough lie sprinkled in to have you believing that you're saved when you're in actuality on your way to hell. Yeah. Yeah, the blood is what, you know, forgave our sins. But that slight little lie was our trust had to be in it to make it true. Like, that just doesn't make sense. And, I mean, I'm just trying to open my mom's eyes to it and other people's eyes to it. I I feel like alone, I feel like a lot of people do not believe that their sins were forgiven at the cross. They have to do something outside of what Jesus Christ did for forgiveness of sins. And and, I mean, it's just scary. Like, it kind of scares the daylight out when I look around. It's just like people are deceived into believing a lie. And you try to tell them this, and they look like you just... They look at you like you came from the moon or something like that. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, and they did Paul the same way. And so you're in good company. Jesus Christ, they did him the same way. So uh, that's just the truth is a separator. It's a truth is a divider. Yeah. You have people who will say that we're saved by grace through faith. 
yet they turn around and tell you that you are still in your sins if you don't believe or if you don't yeah. do something else. Just fill in the blank. It's according to what flavor of denomination you're listening to. They always will throw in, there's something you need to do to be forgiven. That's straight out spitting on the cross. I mean, Christ goes to the cross, dies for all mankind's sins. God oh. says, okay, I'm satisfied. And then here comes preacher Bob along to tell you, no, he's not satisfied. You're still in your sin until you believe, or you're still in your sin until you confess them and repent of them and on and on, be water baptized and on and on the list goes. This is man centered. This is narcissism. That's what it is. Man is in his self and he can't come away. That's why I, I call it selfianity. It's not Christianity. Yeah. It's selfianity. Yeah. And I was listening to, like, a so-called, like, grace teacher, and, like, I think two scary things that these grace teachers that are 99% right end up missing, it's like they believe that, like, Jesus Christ didn't pay for the sin of unbelief. And and another another one that I was watching was that he um, he was going against Lordship Salvation. He was just saying, like, you know how they say surrender your life, do this and do that. Mm -hmm. Like, they caught me up in that, too, until, mm -hmm. you know, later on I found out the truth. But he still was wrong, and I heard him say something. He said, how can you surrender your life when you're still dead in your sins? And I was like, you're not in your sins. Mm -hmm. So you're still thinking you're in your sins, calling yourself a grace teacher. <laughs> and I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm so glad you're catching this at such a, a young age. Yeah. Where are you calling from? Uh, I live in Colorado. Okay, Colorado. Yeah. What part, yeah, Denver Colorado. or... Um... Uh, I live in Denver, but I go to school in Thornton. It's like a 20-minute drive. Well, it's just awesome to hear from you and to think that you're 15. You understand Paul's gospel of the grace of God. You understand he's our apostle, and you're in the dispensation of grace. And you're very yeah. keen and clear on this message. So I, I, I certainly hope you continue in your walk, and you feel free to call us anytime you have any questions, we will certainly be here to help you along because um, you're to be admired for at a young age to already be preaching this gospel to your peers. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And do you have any other questions while you're here on the line? Um, A question I have is, so when we say, like, finished work, because I know we say finished cross work, like Jesus died for all of our sins and everything like that and shed his blood and our sins are forgiven. But would we, like, technically, would the finished work technically also be, like, the death, the burial, and resurrection? So it's like the resurrection is, like, we're not in our sins anymore because Christ has been raised. Like, would that all technically be the finished work? Right, right. You're, you're technically correct. I say the finished cross work uh, because that's what it centers around. Uh, but yeah. yes, the, the resurrection has to be included. And that's why we continue to point our Truth Time listeners to the first letter to the Corinthians that Paul wrote there in chapter 15, where he identifies, you know, in verse 1, he says, I declare unto you the gospel 
And in verse yeah. 2, he says, which also ye are saved. So you're saved by what? The gospel. And what is the gospel, Paul? Verse 3, I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures. And verse 4, he concludes with, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. So it's all inclusive, this finished work. And uh, that's good that you're technical. That's good that you're asking these questions. Okay, yeah. I was just trying to understand, like, yeah, like, finished work is like the death, burial, resurrection, and we have to believe in that in order to be saved. So, yeah, thank you. I, I was just a little, I was just trying to, uh, make sure I wasn't, you know, off a little bit or anything like that. So. Right, and and it's not just believing in that; it's believing in how that applies to yeah. you. And I, and I know yeah. you, I know you know that, but just uh, to be clear, it's how because all denominations, uh, even Catholics, I mean, you you won't find anybody on any corner denominational church that does not say they believe in the death, burial, and resurrection if they if they claim to be saved. If they're in church, in a yeah. denomination, they claim to be saved, they will tell you straight up that they believe in the death, burial, and resurrection, but they don't understand even what that entails and how that applies to them because they'll say out of one side of their mouth they believe in what it says in 1 Corinthians 15 verses 1 to 4, then turn around and tell you you need to get your sins forgiven. So they don't believe yeah. 1 Corinthians 15 1 to 4, or they, they would know better than to say there's any sins that need to be forgiven. Because verse 3 yeah. says how that Christ died for our sins. Therefore, there's nothing needed to be done for right, our yeah. sins. Yeah, yeah, and I just listened to like, how people just, they say they believe it, but they trust in something else. I'm just like, guys, like, you guys are missing the point. You guys are slightly off. Like, they just still go to Acts 2.38 or yes. go to sin confession and do this and do that. I'm like, guys, the gospel's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I it, mean, it's just crazy. It is, and it, it, and it shows that this religious denominational system is a satanic system at the core because of just like Lucifer did in Isaiah, over and over and over, I think it was five different times in a row, in succession, he says, I, 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 five straight times, he is a narcissist. And religions create narcissists. Whether it's subtle or whether a full-fledged narcissist, it's still narcissism. And when they say, I was water baptized, I confess my sins, I turned from sins, I repented of sins, I, 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 they're into themselves and they're, they're not focused on the cross. Yeah, 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 it's. It's very scary just to find out how a man, what a man can think he has to do to get out of his sins outside. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, we're already out of our sins, but it's just scary, like, what extremes people will go to to have themselves deceived and deceiving others yes. by still thinking they're in their sins. Yes. I mean, I, I mean, I see so many people deceived, and it's just like, I want to get out the truth. Even not to, like, you know, uh, my sister, my mom, like, I just want to tell them the truth, because my mom picked me up from school a few days ago. I left to go home early from school, 
and we're driving, so there's like the Christian station on or whatever, like worship music and stuff. And I listened to like one of like the little like podcasts they had like in between each song or something. Mm-hmm. And the lady said, "Ask for forgiveness." Yes. And I was like, "There's probably millions of people listening to this on the radio, thinking they have to ask for forgiveness." And it's just, I, 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 I don't know. Sometimes it's, I'm just out of words. Right. So. right. The contradictions and the hypocrisy is almost too much to <laughs> to handle on some days. And you know, you're correct and, and I'm and, and that's what you need to do. Exactly what you yeah. just said. When you're listening to a so called Christian station, when you're listening to a so called Christian teacher, including myself and Truth Time, we are to be tested. And if a man has a problem with you testing him and asking questions, then I would be question I would question that man in his teaching because if he's yeah. secure in what he's teaching, he will not have a problem with you asking questions and being critical and questioning him. And when you're listening to Christian radio, you should be critical. You should be a critical thinker at all times. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I emailed Robert Breaker. I, he didn't elaborate on what I basically was saying, like, um, what do you think? Like, oh, is this true? He basically just said, oh, it's all about faith in the blood. Amen. And I think he put a verse from, like, Samuel or something like that. And then I just seen it. I was like, yeah, like, I think he thinks his faith in the blood forgives his sin and brings him to salvation. Mm-hmm. It, it it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. So, I mean, I, I, I emailed him, and last night I just went back to listen to, you know, some more podcasts of yours and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just listening to that, and I just came to the conclusion that, like, I think you're, like, probably, like, the only guy I can listen to out here, and, I you know, one of the only people I can listen to, because it's like I can't find really any places on YouTube that teach, I mean, what we what – we understand so mm-hmm. yeah yeah they're it's, few and far there are some but they're you know it, it's a remnant and and it always has been it's always a remnant of god's people who uh, are preaching the unadulterated unperverted gospel the truth of the scriptures rightly divided but they're actually everywhere i mean they're all across the the planet but in comparison, in comparison to, uh, you know, the religious system, it's, again, it's just a small remnant, just a small band of believers. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's just scary how easy it is just to go to heaven, but people just want to add and just complicate it, because I, I think... This man is just so prideful, like, we want to earn something, and it's just, now I can see it. Like, now I can see it, and it's just, it's crazy. So I, I just try to, uh, now I see what Jesus said when he said, few there be that find it, you know, so. Mm-hmm. That's it's right. really narrow, really narrow. When I understood, I think I was watching every video, I forgot what video it was called, but when I heard what you were saying, I was like, yeah, like, what you're saying is way too narrow for the broad, like, you know, for the broad way, like for people to understand. Mm-hmm. And I see what you were saying in the verses you guys had to back it up. And I was like, this is just absolute truth. So like, you know, I'm, I'm just so glad that I'm on the narrow way with you guys. And I can just, 
learn. It's it's awesome. Yes, sir, and we're glad to have you. You know, and you brought up a point there about the simplicity. Paul tells um, in the second letter to the Corinthians over there in chapter eleven. He he told him he said, "Hey, hey, guys, I, I fear." lest by any means, as the serpent, and he's going back to Genesis, beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so should your minds be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. So there were some there at Corinth having their minds corrupted from the simplicity, you know, some theologian, some so-called scholar was coming along and adding to the simplicity that Paul had given them, and they were being corrupted. And that's the same thing that's happening today. You see, when we read a moment ago, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, that simple gospel, that to people is too good to be true. That's the problem. They always have to add something to the simplicity because it seems too good to be true. Yeah, man, this is just, it's just a lot to, at first when I found out the truth, it was kind of a lot to take in, but then, I mean, I just read the verses for myself and I just came to find out that all I had to do was just believe in the gospel to be saved that's all that it took that's mm-hmm. all that it took mm-hmm. it's just so simple so now i see what paul was talking about yes so, you know i just been trying to understand and grow and it's just been a great opportunity just to just to talk and i mean just to understand what it's like to really be a bible believer so yes sir awesome. thank you for your call there in colorado and uh man I, I, it's great to hear from you and again we're here for you email phone call whatever you need and uh, you keep growing in the lord brother okay thank you so much yes sir bye-bye first timothy chapter four comes to mind Let no man despise thy youth. A conversation there with with a 15-year-old who understands reconciliation better than most adults. The toll-free number for your questions, 1-888-988-9562. You only get two educations. The one you're given and the one you give yourself.